I'm a truly old white kind of guy, but that's just me. Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground. No, no, nothing. I got nothing. I don't know. Okay. So we talk about something else that's terrible from the 90s? Yeah. Oh, geez. Let's talk about timber regulations in the Northwest. <gasps> Northwest. No. Finally, um, dude. I don't know if that was that our segue. That's my platform. Thank you, dude. Thank you for giving okay. me a voice. Okay. These people, these uh, cancel culture vultures, are trying to <laughs> shut us down, man. Thank you. You have one original thought, and and they just cancel. They just cancel you. Hold I don't. on. I'm I'm posting this on uh, Mastodon. I'll be right back. <laughs> Mastodon. Okay, I'm back. Uh, is Mastodon real? I feel like you could have made just some. Is Mastodon real? I'm pretty sure Mastodon was what forked and became the Trump social oh, network. It's like built on the Mastodon platform. <laughs> anyway, Power Rangers is about teenagers. Michael, take it away. Yeah, they have attitude. And okay. um, yeah, so. Positive attitude. Your, yeah, is this the first time you've you've? I, I don't know. I don't know how we want to lead into this. Okay, it's been a while. You and I it's been like three years, to, dude. Yeah, well, we were supposed to watch Thor or something, and then yep. it's funny how time just passes you by. You know? Yeah. Like I'll do yeah, this yeah. tomorrow, and then it's three years later, and I'm in a totally different building. Hello, my yeah. I have a different career. It's Not freaky. quite freaky, but. It's it's it, life has changed. Well, there was a pandemic. Anyway, um, there was that all occurred between the, the last one of these and this one under siege. Yeah. Oh, it was under siege the last. OK, anyway. Um, yeah. So we're back not doing Thor. And instead we picked some other super superhero dudes from and do dads and do dads from from. From the 90s, I guess. Thor was around in the 90s. Yeah. Anyway. Sure. Um, yeah. So we we did Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Um, Tucker, is this your first? That you put in Mighty Morphin. <laughs> yes, this is my introduction to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Except I knew enough that when yeah. Rita Skeeter or whatever her name is, the <laughs> evil lady. Uh, the meter maid, right? Right. Um I like she's the villain, right? Yeah, she's supposed to be the main villain in like the series. Okay, um, she's not in this movie. It's Ivan Ooze in this movie. And I was yes, like, yeah, hmm, that doesn't that doesn't seem right, but I'll go with it. It's like one of the only things I remember about this movie. Ivan Ooze. Ivan, his name was Ivan Ooze. Sometimes I thought I mistook this. I mistook Ivan Ooze for like a villain in one of the t- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. This this from, feels from so much. Time. Yes, this is a direct extension of like the late eighties TMNT yeah. films. I feel like, uh, yeah, where it's just like scenes of extreme sports happening in New York. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this is filmmaking, man. This is what it's all about. Kids love rollerblading. I love rollerblading. And yeah. Then like, yeah, it's like a, this movie begins and it's a skydiving montage yeah. that becomes fluidly a roller skating slash blading montage yeah it's very weird um and like they're playing red hot a red hot chili pepper song in the background yeah that's weird it's like yeah. a, it's so of a time um yeah so i this is i, I used to watch, i've watched this as a kid i used to like power rangers a lot as a kid i remember almost next to nothing about it other than mm-hmm. and then just 
thinking the the big robot fights were cool. Um, True. So coming into this, the only images that are burned into my mind from this movie were Ivan Ooze, Ivan which Ooze, again, yes. I thought he was at some point times, I thought he was like a, a movie villain for a, a Ninja Turtle movie. Sure. Um, the skydiving scene, because I remember people, because it would come up in conversations like decades after this movie was made where people were like, hey, do you remember that that song from the Power Rangers movie or that, that Red Hot Chili Pepper song or something? Christ. Yeah. And... I remember the fireworks at the end yes. to, to uh, Van Halen's dreams. And that's about all I remember from this movie. The end of Chinatown, the beginning of The Godfather, the fireworks yeah. scene in my Morphin Power Rangers movie. Yeah. This uh, is my bread and butter. Yeah. The Holy Trinity. The Holy Trinity. Michael. Um, yes. Can I try to, in my mind, kind of walk through what Power Rangers is and you can correct me? Okay. Having only seen this movie and having a very basic knowledge of. Yeah. So this is okay. First of all, this movie takes place somewhere within the timeline of the series is my understanding, but not at the beginning or end necessarily. No, it's like the bridge between season one and two. But then I think season three retcons it. I looked it up. I was very confused about the timeline. (laughs) But um, yeah, so this is this is supposed to be like the bridge between season one and two of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I believe. Which is or was an american show that would use footage from japanese shows yes but then they would like shoot all the parts that weren't people in suits fighting stupid things was like reshot for america with like teenagers from here yeah yep what a beautiful idea first of all i think it is Yes. I, I don't know if you're being sarcastic. No, but I, I think, think that's it is a fantastic. wonderful setup for a, a kid's show. Yes. It's weird that um, it's like been going like at some point it stopped yeah. being that. And it was just like, let's just shoot Power Rangers stuff like this. movie. Actually, I think there. Well, yeah. OK. I think there is actually some stuff that is I think like modern Power Ranger series are still we're taking the the. To the Musatsu stuff. Yeah, the whatever, stuff going showing. on in Japan right now. And we're still adapting that for like. Saturday morning television. I don't know if they're still doing Saturday morning television. We're old. Um, yeah, I don't know how that works. <laughs> I'm sure it's a Netflix but, show or something. But yeah, that's that's the premise. It's the superhero show from Japan, and we're we're adapting it for for American audiences with like American Western actors for all the the stuff that's supposed to be the plot and and not the the dudes in costumes punching each other. Which it I can't comment on that. From a show perspective, because the movie is kind of cohesive as it could be. Uh, But that sounds like it would be a nightmare where it's just like, now we're on a planet or something. Like, I just imagine there's a lot of plots where it's just like, we're at school hanging out. And then all of a sudden it's like, now there's crow monsters on this planet and we're fighting them. And then we're back at school. Yeah. LA. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, that's sort of been. Like we've done that before. Oh, TMNT. Like, <laughs> no, it was like some Godzilla stuff. That was oh, sure. how we local. That's how we localized some Godzilla stuff. I th- I believe. But like, so there's a there's there's like a a playbook here. This isn't totally out of the blue. But the movie's not the movie's not that. It's a lot more of the the. It feels a lot more like an American production, right? Yeah, in that it's like goofy and bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the show itself is also kind of goofy. But 
I have um, to imagine the show had a lot of less like half naked Amazonian like yeah. priest women running around and being like, and you are the toad. Do not like do not worry for the toad is kiss the toad. Heard, yes. Like the prince. The toad becomes the beautiful prince. French the toad, my son. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't seem Japanese to me. That seems like no. awful people in LA making a movie for children. Yeah, that is that's that's some of the that I didn't remember that part at all. And yeah. I was watching this in like a COVID induced fugue or something. <laughs> and yeah. they, suddenly there's a half naked Amazonian woman talking owl with the teenage steer. Power Rangers. Yeah, she turns into an owl. And I was just like, it was, is she animal? It felt like something out of like a, a bad Dungeons and Dragons campaign or oh, something. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, theoretically, this is about. Uh, and I'm guessing here, but it's like these teenagers who were given powers by some sort of interstellar thing, yeah. right? And there, there's like a robot there. Alpha. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, so they're given these powers. Yeah, they're given this pow- these powers by Zordon, I believe. And I, it has been a while, so forgive me if my Power Rangers lore is a little off. But That's they're fine. given these powers by Zordon. That's the bald to guy? To fight. Yeah, the big, the big bald head. Okay. Um. To fight the forces of darkness, I of guess. Course. And for some reason, it had to be teenagers. I well, don't yeah. remember why, but that was sort of the the setup. And and it gives us a bunch of cool kids that the that the youngins can relate to, yo. Absolutely, yes, all of them. Um, and yeah, so that's sort of the 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 setup. And they fight Rita, who's I forget her full name. Is something silly? I don't know. But, yeah, it's a great these. name. I can't think of it right now. It's freaking me out. Rita Repulsa, of course. Yes, Rita Repulsa. That's a great name. Uh, yes, yes, it is. Um, yeah, so they fight her, her, her baddies, and somewhere in between, somewhere in all of this, there's also a, a bad Power Ranger who becomes a good Power Ranger, and that's Tommy, who's of course by this point the White Ranger. He was originally the Green Ranger, and what? Then he becomes like the main character, which is weird to think about. And I think it's maybe because he's the only one with like a clear arc. Sure. So, Isn't the red um, one usually the. Yeah. Usually the red ranger is the leader. Okay. It's generally like the, just the, the rule of thumb. I don't know if that's like a hundred percent true. Um, obviously, obviously it's not because at this point the white ranger is the leader, but. Hell yeah. Um, my, my point uh, with all that, I guess, was just that. That's not what the movie is at all. It's like if the movie is about anything, it's about them going to this different planet to go get it feels like an advertisement or it feels like a, yeah. you would play it at like an investor meeting for the next season of the show. It's like now they have ninja powers. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, that's the thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure this movie exists to somehow explain how they go from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers to the Ninja Rangers. Who cares? But OK, but who cares? So I, I'm pretty sure that is like the role here. Like this is the if we're storyboarding this in some kind of L.A. boardroom, that's that's what this is for. Am I doing this is our, our at the big, time? Yeah, okay. this is this is we've all snorted a few lines. Yeah. We're looking at the I'm storyboard go, right now and we're like, OK, we want the ninjas. Yes. So uh, how do we get the ninjas? Well, let's make a theatrical movie. And that's 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 what Mighty Morphin Power Rangers <laughs> the movie is. That sucks because. Not only is that part the worst part of the movie, but it only lasts about 20 minutes out of this, like, 70-minute movie? 
what the ninja stuff or the yeah just where they go to like the forest and then they're talking to the lady and she bestows upon them the gift of ninja yeah but then they come back and they're not ninjas they're in like a giant cyborg you know like robot suit they don't really yeah because they don't really do any of the actual like power ranger fighting stuff they're in cgi monsters fighting other cgi monsters (laughs) The coolest looking CGI monsters you will ever see in your entire life. <laughs> the shiniest, uh, most reflective. Ooh. It was. I was getting uh, flashbacks to the second Mortal Kombat movie, as far as like where I have we are. Not with CGI. Seen. I wish okay. I had this touchstone that I could yeah. share with you. I saw the a cultural in the first one. The uh, cultural touchstone that is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Ooh. You're, you're missing you out. It. Ooh. <sighs> I we'll think I found our that. next rocket. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> who's your yes. favorite Power Ranger, Michael? Uh, growing up, I didn't think I had one. I think now <laughs> looking at it, I like the White Ranger just because yeah, he had cool. a he had an arc and That's and right. and now he's like a character in the way the others really don't seem like they are. It's like him and the one lady. I feel like are the they gave them all the lines and then like the yeah. Like the Black Ranger, I think, has like three lines total in the entire movie, which is... And one of them is moping about being the toad. Yeah, that's kind of like... Yeah, mm. yeah. Isn't this so. the draw? These teens? Yeah. I guess not. <laughs> uh, it's interesting to me to sort of the... the Like, they create a whole... I think this is sort of a, a thing with Saturday morning cartoons where they just kind of spawn a super bad that no one knows about until you need him for like a movie or something. Sure. So they add this Ivan ooze guy whose entire yeah. plot involves mind controlling parents with like silly putty. It's so cool though. Yeah. Like Nickelodeon Gak. And they're like, yeah, what is really that it felt like such a, a 90s thing too. So like cool. that felt dated. That felt weird. It's parents like just the don't teen, understand. at the end. At the end, the kids are having like an ooze party or something. Well, yeah. That the that the the main that this younger character has to, who I think is a Power Ranger in a later se- season. <clears throat> oh, the little kid, the little yeah. snot nosed little guy. Okay, yeah, sure. yeah. He has All to right. rally the kids to go stop their parents from, com- from who their brainwashed parents from committing mass suicide. Yeah, which is nuts, but. I'm not really sure what Ivan Ooze's plan was, but it seemed like it was to get all the parents from New York into a quarry <laughs> and yeah. have them do labor and then have them all jump off a cliff. It's uh... his thing because I think, OK, so let's set this up. We have like a, the plot here, right? This is this is Ivan Ooze, the villain's plot. OK, he's he's revived. He, he for some reason, he's buried under, under New York City under a skyscraper. Yes, of course. And and they're building a new skyscraper and they unearth Ivan they unearth like the, the casket or whatever that he is sealed it's, in. And then yeah, the, it's like a yep. Then the baddies come, Rita, the the Falcor, I forget the name of the Yeah. Goldar. Goldar, the, sure. uh, Triple H is there. Triple H, the pig guy, the, the pig uh, guy with the monocle. The, uh, awesome. I can't think of his name. The the Casey one guy with like, his brain exposed. Sure, and like it pulsates a few times, which I thought was kind of cool. But um, uh, <laughs> they come. Their goal, their idea is, I think, to revive Ivan Ooze because he's one of their baddies that is going to fight the Power Rangers and defeat Zordon. Right? 
But yeah, yeah. Sure. So so they revive I they revive the ooze man and he kind of takes charge on his own and yeah. his plot was that he was going to brainwash the adults of this city to dig out his two big robots that he was going to then use to conquer the world after he gets revenge on Zordon. Yep. Makes perfect sense to me. That's his plot. That's his, his goal here. It's fine because he's awesome. Dude, he's out here throwing down references to the Spanish Inquisition, the Brady Bunch reunion special. I mean, come on. Come on, Ivan. No, I really I love Ivan News. He is very charismatic and silly for this otherwise yeah. very flat and uninteresting film. He's a really I think he's a good like kids movie villain. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's having fun with it. You can tell he's not yeah. just like, you know. Yeah. Phoning it in. Right. It's like I mean, as like a as like a character, it's kind of nonsensical but because yeah. of the the movie we're watching you don't have to think about it a little too much and you can just kind of watch him be a, a cartoony villain for a bit <laughs> right. well you can just like, kind of you can tell they felt the need to cut back to him every so often even though nothing is happening like there's no yeah. momentum to his scenes whatsoever but it's fun to watch him emote. Uh, yeah 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 and i think i like that they also kind of make him they make it clear he is at least a threat. Yeah. Cause he, totally. he is, he is able to come in to like break into the Ranger HQ and almost kill Zordon and, and rob the Rangers of their powers and stuff. Like he's, he is a, a, a threat in a way that the normal villains aren't. Yeah. Cause he doesn't seem like a dude in a suit, just kind of waving his arms around and like, yeah. Hoping for the best. Uh, and he has ooze powers. He has ooze powers. And he is oozman. <laughs> that splatter uh, when you punch him into a wall. And that's the best part of this movie. That Yes, that was what I like. I was I didn't really care for the action sequences that much in this movie. And that was sort of what I was kind of banking on <laughs> going into this. Like if there was anything I was going to like, it would be the kind of over the top fighting stuff that yeah. typically come out of Power Ranger movies. Bad wire and, work all over the place. Yeah, and that wasn't really happening here, but mm. they sure did punch ooze monsters into walls, yeah. and they splattered at the right time, and it was yeah. it was fun. Like, that was good. Satisfying. Yes. Yep. Mm. And then uh, they fight uh, bird men that don't <laughs> splatter, and you're like, man, they should have done <laughs> this first just, and yeah. the splatter second. And they just kind of whine a bit. Like, and then they get punched in the face. Yep. Just like this podcast. Get over here, Michael. Oh, my face. That's right. We learned it. about friendship today and teamwork. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the real morphin powers inside us all along. And then we get in a big robot. Yes. I was not impressed <laughs> with the big robot. I thought that was going to. They position it as like the big climax, the big like. Whew, Look at our crazy yeah. robot. Yep. But I guess maybe I'm just conditioned to that stuff by now. But I don't even remember. I remember a lot of scenes of them like in the cockpit doing yeah. stuff. But I don't actually remember ever seeing the robot. I'm sure it was there. Yeah. I mean, because it was a gross CGI monster. Oh, true, true, true. Like that was the thing. That was, I think, the biggest disappointment for me, too, was that, I mean, with the original series. And I might... 
I feel like maybe I, I don't even know anymore. I might be ha, might have some rose tinted nostalgia glasses or whatever. That's fine. But like my my image of the Power Rangers and stuff were these climactic like mini kaiju fights. Yeah. You basically have a guy in a robot costume punching a guy in a monster costume through a couple yes. buildings. And sometimes when they when they when they hit them with a sword or something, sparks shoot out. Like, that sounds that stuff's awesome. Like I love that stuff. That's yes, more of that, please. <laughs> but then we get to here and it's like we've got this really like early CGI yeah. Zord fighting Pretty happening. It, it looks bad and then it progressively gets worse because then they add yeah. the uh they add the ivan ooze character oh my god i forgot all about that and that thank looks you awful it just is terrible cgi and it was i think that was like the biggest letdown for me throughout all of this i was kind of like okay this is kind of a boring movie you know it's, <laughs> yep. it's, this but it's like okay this is this is a 90s movie for kids that's why so that's yeah. why the ki- one kid's wearing his hat backwards like a cool dude and yeah. they're jumping out of airplanes to to the red hot chili peppers it's it's whatever um but then that when it's just this really gross cgi fight just i i don't know yeah it's like budget for evil it's like we finally have a budget Let's yeah. ruin this show's appeal and make a movie where, yeah. And that's, I think that's one of those moments where it's clear they weren't pulling from like some pre-existing Japanese, like, right, property or content or something. They were they were doing something in house. It's like the '98 yeah. Godzilla or whatever. It just has that same vibe where it's like we don't really understand what this the appeal is. Yeah, but we have money for CGI. Yeah, there's like an image of like ooze is the robot cgi robot or something going all weird yeah and he's like floating through space and he's like stiff but like you're supposed to see some kind of motion or something Uh, i don't know i couldn't tell you man could not tell you uh Uh, i wouldn't say there was any part of this movie i thought looked good necessarily yeah like when they're fighting the uh that's a very fun scenario when they're fighting the skeleton the dinosaur skeletons well because i think one of the things that stood out is that it it felt at least in some ways like practical effects and i really yeah. don't like being the guy who's like practical effects over cgi or whatever because i think there's good ways to use cgi and things it's just it, it felt like real people doing things rather than just some kind of hastily thrown together early cgi on a budget kind of thing yeah no, I like the uh, I like the vibes, but I thought it looked awful. Also, like it, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. doesn't look bad in the way the CGI looks bad, but also it's like, it, is that where all the budget went? Because you would think a movie coming to theaters would not just look like, you know, daytime television for children. Yeah. And then just in general, like I think because after that moment, there's also like the fight at the gate. There are these gate oh, like yeah. that was weird to me too because I wasn't sure if they were supposed to like learn something about themselves this entire time. Is there like some like what kind of what development was supposed to look like for the characters? And all they're doing is just ninja fighting random monsters. Hell yeah! And they're not like good fights. They're not like no fun to watch. I mean, they're all right. Like sure, I, I think the splatty one was the best one. But yeah, but uh, to that point. 
if this is supposed to be some sort of introduction, because I, I have to imagine a lot of people who saw this movie, The Poor Souls, <laughs> not all of them were familiar with the uh, Power Rangers, you know, mythos, right? Like this is just big blockbuster action movie. It does such a horrible job of introducing any of these characters or taking them anywhere. Like, I, I feel like I knew nothing about these characters at the beginning of this movie, and I knew that exact same amount about them, except that some of them are, like, they have more spunk than the other ones do or something. But, like, yeah, who are these people? I don't know. Yeah. Besides 30-year-olds. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think they do, at least with Tommy's character, there's at least an attempt at some kind of, like, characterization. Yeah, but like I, I could have told you his characterization before the movie started. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you could take one look at him. Maybe if you do like a quick GIF search or something, yeah. and just see like a couple photos, and you're like, oh, oh, I know where this this Jean Claude Van Damme stand in is, <laughs> right, is, exactly. is going. <laughs> so punching the snake, yeah. <laughs> uh, the snake had more character development in Hard Target than than Ooh. some of these Power Rangers. That's a T-shirt. Uh, yeah, that's that's not a complaint because this is a stupid movie for uh, children. Yeah. So I don't expect Shakespeare out of it. But like, uh, give me something to go off of here, you know, like this did not I make mean, me want to watch the show at all. Yeah. And I mean, at, to that same point, like it doesn't need to be Shakespeare, but kids aren't stupid. You don't need no, to just totally. throw a bunch of dumb things at them and hope that they're like ooh power just because it has the power ranger logo you have their attention or something like that's yeah. like it felt kind of insulting in that way too and i i don't know i have to imagine having never seen the show that the show is probably better than this movie in those aspects like i'm sure th- there is so much positive will towards power rangers that i have to imagine <laughs> like i i'm sure there's people who love power rangers who can look back on this movie and be like ugh. Like, that's the general vibe I get is just like people can still putting nostalgia maybe aside a little bit, putting it in the drawer just a little bit, not closing the drawer, but getting it out of eyesight. Maybe the show has some stuff going on that the movie just completely uh, coasts on, you know, that that exists somewhere else. And you can just have this movie where nothing happens. Yeah, I mean... I can only speak to nostalgia at this point. It's been literal years, but I, I I think there is a, there has to be some kind of, I think there is a charm to the show that, that just isn't here. And I think a big part of that is, I just, I don't know, actually, I, I, maybe because in the show format, you have time to like focus on one character for an episode. Sure. So red Ranger learns his lesson this time around about being a leader or, or, Black Ranger gets to gets to kind of grow into being the frog and 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 find something he can love about that. I don't know. Just like you have these like yeah. themes where maybe you have some time you can develop an individual character and that makes more sense narratively than than what's going on here. And you don't have this this attempt to throw American studio money at like at CGI battles like staged by people who don't really understand how these things work. And I, I have to imagine a huge part of the charm of the show, at least for me, it was a lot of these kind of like, I don't want to say lower budget because I think there's, I don't think they're low budget, but these, these kinds of, you know, 
dress the guys up in costumes and have them punch each other and have sparks come out and stuff yeah. like that. Like that's fun to watch and it's colorful. It's got its own unique visual voice. It's it's got character and and just some of that stuff's not here. Like this doesn't even feel like a, a Power Ranger movie in a, a lot of yeah. times. Yeah. Like I said, it, some of it seems like it's a bad D and D campaign or something. Right. I don't. I, it's just. It's rough. So I. Yeah, so I wouldn't judge the the series on this. I honestly no. think maybe that that movie that came out a couple of years ago. I would uh, love to the, talk about that, Michael. I think maybe that's a better representation yes. of what the actual Power Rangers show was. Again, speaking as through <laughs> through nostalgia here yeah. and having not seen the show in a while and having not seen that movie in a while. Yeah, my impression is that that is a better example of sort of what what you would get out of out of watching the actual series granted with like different you know you're not getting a huge cgi gold monster your goldar is a do as a gargoyle in a gold costume going right. like every every time he shows up on camera but and that's fine yeah that's fine yeah but yeah. I, I think that's that's a closer approximation to the show i think it's been a while i i'm willing to be checked on that but sure but that movie in my recollection, at least put the effort in to kind of create the relationships between these characters and yeah, give that room to grow. This movie assumes you know what those relationships are and assumes you're okay with them not changing at all over the course of the film. And being like, and I don't even know if it it doesn't even feel like it knows what those relationships are, though, because it's not like you're, you, the characters aren't really interacting with one another in any that's kind what of. I'm saying there's nothing to go off of. It's just like there's no relationship for the most part, other than like I think the Pink Ranger and and the White Ranger have have a little more going on, but even then, it's not like there's an actual character arc there. It's just they get stronger. You know, they, they just say they just, they're just the ones that are given the, the lines and a chance to actually be a part of the story rather than just kind of be the background characters who punch things sometimes. Right. And needs help so that they can yeah. come help them. Yeah. But God bless them. You know, they defeat Ivan Ooze. They throw him they, into the sun or whatever. Fireworks display. Van Halen's dreams Van Halen's is right dreams. there. And everybody goes home happy. The the two bullies or whatever who I think at this point are no longer the bullies they uh, they they take credit for everything and it's funny ha 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 ha, ha, ha. they would the uh, the the small child let's give him a name small child the small child with the baseball cap you know who I'm talking about yeah I need to look him up I'll I'll go with to... Clyde <laughs> his uh, his father looks just like Total Wolf, and it really threw me off the entire film. Yeah, uh, smashes Bose headphones on the table. Oh, yeah. son! Is it Fred? It's Fred. Okay, Fred. Yeah, his name is apparently Fred. He's like, come on, guys. My name's Fred. Let's Fred. stop him, guys. Push your parents back so they don't jump off the cliff and commit suicide. Go Stop go Power the Rangers. The ooze is bad. <laughs> Don't eat the ooze. Yeah. Bro, you got to eat uh, this ooze, bro. It's We're so teens. weird. The the like they have that I, I want to go back to the the ooze party cuz it just feels so surreal to me. Ooze like party. they thought the writers sat down and 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 their their thought process was all the kids will be distracted because they're hanging out throwing ooze at each other at a dance party or something and it's Some such a metaphor, weird dude yeah 
It's like the ooze in Ghostbusters 2. It's positive feelings, you know? Yeah, they're just spreading their love. Yeah. Uh, and just hanging out with buckets of ooze. And then, okay, the other thing that was weird to me is how that caught on. It's just like all the kids like – they just want ooze. They just want yeah. this, this little tub of slime. That feels... they're, hanging, they're hanging out at fairs as, as <laughs> Ivan Ooze is dressed as a little vendor and – and ri- <laughs> like throwing down rhymes about how good his ooze is. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. Uh. <laughs> it it yeah. just makes perfect sense to me as like an extension of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where it's like, what are what are kids into? They're into fads and they're into like rebelliousness. Like what? And it's like that idea never went anywhere. So we're still in '95 and we're doing that. Where it's like, yeah, the the crazy teens, they're all gonna have a party. And yeah. like the bad guy is like. It was just creepy in hindsight, but he's like facilitating all these teens like being brainwashed at this party, and that's like part of his plan or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Are the are Very the weird. pets brainwashed? Are the you know the pets and the children, the little children, Michael? What about the adults that aren't exposed to ooze? <laughs> these are the questions, man. But what are they? <laughs> like, what about do? like your? What about like your your? childless adults who are just hanging out in the downtown and they're like why are all these parents dressed for office work digging with their bare hands at the bottom of this (laughs) this pit why is this quarry full of adult parents yeah yeah and bird monsters and bird monsters where's rita repulsa Uh, why is she so small and in the snow globe it doesn't make any sense a relic of its time michael i know you have some notes I I took a couple of notes, but I think we've talked about most of them. Uh, Don't hold on to me, man. It's been years. There's at least one line. Um, who could who who could these color coded teens with attitude be? I like that. It was I think something someone said over the course of this movie, and that is an insanely goofy line, and I kind of love it. I like um, that a lot. And I wrote this down. I wrote uh, I, I was noting song use because in my mind this is like okay, what are like if you look at this movie from the angle of being like a bo- like boardroom executives trying to figure out what kids think are cool, chopping cigars, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's at least one use of the song "Free Ride" by the Edgar Winter Group. Okay, I'll take while your word for it. While they're rollerblading, and that's like. That's dad rock. That's dad music. This was in this movie for kids. Okay. Uh, Yes, that's right. They were driving jalopies and and bringing their bringing their zords down to the 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 sodi pop place. Let's get a sarsaparilla, you guys. We've defeated Ivan the ooze. (laughs) Ivan the ooze. Uh, It's just it was funny to me. Um, There's a scene where they teleport to the the command center after rollerblading, but their rollerblades are gone. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was very weird to me that Ivan Ooze, like all of these other ancient space monsters, could speak fluent English. Um, while they're fighting the ooze monsters, one of the character, one of the Power Rangers, tells them when they ooze, they lose. Which I thought was You're really, really uh, hurting this movie's chances. I feel like as we go on, like I was like, oh, this mo- every every word makes me hate this movie more. Please continue. I think they're eating lobster at the end. Okay. 
That's kind of cool. Like when the, the fireworks are going off in the background, it's their celebratory dinner. Van Halen's playing. I think they're eating a lobster dinner at this like cafe. I don't like lobster. I do, but I can understand why people don't. Do they, Michael? Lobster mm. question for you. Yes. Do the Power Rangers get to pick what color they are? <laughs> or is it bestowed upon them? I think it's bestowed based on whatever T-shirt they're wearing. Yeah, because their civvy clothes match they're, their... They're, yeah. It's so weird. Like your your wardrobe is locked into a color at a certain point. Yeah. Should be bad if it was um, red because that is not a flattering color. No. Let me tell you. Um, it isn't locked in, though, because if you remember, Tommy was once the Green Ranger. So oh, his shirt went from that green oh, to white. Bad Tucker forgetting things about Power Rangers fiction that wasn't part of this movie that we watched. Stoop. There's at least one moment where one of the birds fly into a wall, and I think that's silly. The bird creatures, like the monkeys from Wizard of Oz? Yes, yeah. Yep. Okay. And then the last note I wrote in all caps, they – one of the characters gets hit in the head, one of the, the, like, baddies or whatever, and one of the rangers yells, talk about a splitting headache. You made Which, a list on Letterboxd. <laughs> I did. And there's only two movies. The only other one is Fist of the North Star. Yeah. I'm sure there's more and I'm going to find them. You I just think it's really silly. are already dead, Michael. <laughs> uh, if only. Um, so that's a, that's my notes. That's what I got. I don't think this is a very good movie. No, it's. Uh, and it's not even. It's, and it's hard to even like it on its own terms. It's fair. Like I could forgive. I could forgive a goofy like Saturday morning cartoon movie, but this feels like a really bad, just like not even a good attempt at that. This feels no. like this this isn't that, but it's pretending to be that. So even on its own terms, I can't I can't meet it halfway. I can't sit here and say, okay, it's not, you know, it's not like a Citizen Kane or anything, but it's also not a good action movie. It's not a good tokusatsu movie i just don't i just don't like it if i can make a comparison yes if you take that first mortal Kombat movie yes which is also a product designed for children sure kind of yeah that's a much better movie yes absolutely that's how you do this the right way yes is you embrace it yeah this did not this was like we're gonna one up the show CGI, Ivanus. We're gonna get rid of the, the you know the characters you know for some reason, and we're just gonna have different characters, and they won't interact at all. Yeah, it's bad, dude. In Mortal Kombat, it, it is bad. He punches Goro and his testicles or whatever happens. <laughs> That's filmmaking, uh, man. Well, I think the other thing with Mortal Kombat is that there's also attempts to like, like some like your your basic horror like. How do we write a movie stuff is yeah. still there and good. There's like a clear plot. Characters develop. Right. The the action sequences are filmed as action sequences. Like they're like the people know what they are doing behind the camera. Yeah. It's not like like there are better, you know, movies yeah. like that. But, <laughs> yeah. But it's still But still it like it it knows what it is doing as a movie. Yeah. The people who are making this know what they are doing. They are filming everything the way it's supposed to. Characters are acting like characters, and they're given time to be characters. It is. It is a movie. Well, yeah. I can't. I can't really say that 
here necessarily. This is like this has a clear role in it, like as as like the bridge between Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the next part of that where they're now Ninja Rangers. But I, th- I think it's still Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, it's just different swords and stuff. But it's it's okay. like there's no. It doesn't feel like a, a complete story, really. It doesn't feel like there's yeah. a, like a clear character development or character arcs. It doesn't feel like there's there's like honestly, I feel like you're better off just going from the end of the first season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and jumping to the second one and going like, oh, they're ninjas now. That's already. And I feel like you've got to be Michael. That's yeah, and you but you're already at the same place where you'd be. Right. It's like the characters themselves haven't really changed at all. Just their costumes and their robots so silly uh, yeah i mean the moral combat movie didn't have this insane idea where these characters exist somewhere else so we don't have to introduce them to you yeah but it did though because it like it, i'm assuming that it's it's thinking that the people who are going to go see the mortal Kombat movie are going to have ideas as to but who johnny cage is who's, still who's, they at least Scorpion offer is. the hand so you can shake it on those characters where yeah. it's like Oh, Johnny Cage is like a jerk and he's like, a, you know, he's like a celebrity Movie star. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. There's like a clear. Like, I guess, yeah, you could pick up the Mortal Kombat movie not having played the game. Right. Well, I think those characters translate a lot. I better mean, like there's going to be some stuff where you're going to be like. That's true, too. Yes. Yeah. Well, because there's like the characters. Yeah. Like they, they have personality. I like personality. Uh, right. Which is game. kind of. <laughs> Raiden. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Raiden. No, it's Raiden. It's just they say it's Raiden in the in the song. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Should we rank this puppy? Yeah, let's rank this. Okay. Uh, what are you thinking? Well, let me go through the list real quick. <clears throat> Starting from the bottom, of course. We got trolls. We got the pacifier. We got the Incredible Hulk. The Polar Express. Iron Man Two. Nightmare on Elm Street Three. Under Siege, Sonic the Hedgehog, Fast Times at Richmond High, Heart Target, Atomic Blonde, Valley Girl, The Secret of Nim, Iron Man 1, Noah, The Matrix, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Redline, Almost Famous, The Nightmare Before Christmas, The Witch, Raw, All the President's Men, and number one with a bullet is Mad Max Fury Road. Michael, where does Power Rangers Mighty Morphin the movie go? I'm kind of sitting around the pacifier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, Except I also kind of like the pacifier more because there's a clear plot. I agree with you on this. Vin, like there's a there's a there's character development. I agree with you on this. I also like trolls more than this movie, but I'm not gonna fight that fight necessarily. No, that's okay. I kinda like trolls more than this too, because yeah. I can look at the least at this I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't think this is the worst movie ever made or anything. Like it's fine. Yeah, it's not offensive. No, I got through really. it okay, but it's just like there's nothing yeah. to go back to. Yeah. Although I'm sure plenty of children watch this movie hundreds of times on their I VCRs. guess in that, yeah, yeah. Uh, my my neighbor was one of them. Yeah. Um, I guess the thing to think about, at least put where it ranks relative to trolls, okay. is with trolls. There's like that central. There's that central metaphor, and it completely jumbles that metaphor sure. you know the true colors stuff yeah in a way that feels kind of bad yeah so i guess 
I think maybe pound for pound it's a better movie, but I still don't want to kind of forgive that. Sure. <laughs> that little man. It's it's. Forgive me if I'm if I'm incorrectly recalling that it's been literal years, but come on, branch. Branch. You're being such a branch right now, dude. Don't be such a yeah. Uh, I want to see Branch's true colors. Well, Tucker. watch the sequel, dude. Okay, and that's why I love you. Are we putting it above or below trolls, dude? I guess I'm going to defer to you. What do you think? I think from a position of cold remove. Okay. I think Trolls is probably a better movie than Power Rangers, the movie. I, one. I think you're probably right. I don't. I think it, ha- <laughs> yeah, I go think ahead. it helps that it's been a while since I've seen Trolls because I remember yeah. being very kind of just turned off by well, yeah. everything that was happening. Trolls but- is not a good movie. No, that's not my argument in any way. Yeah. I mean, there's like some creative animation stuff happening here and there. At least one sequence that was really colorful and good. But I also have positive feelings towards the sequel. And I feel like some of that might be bleeding back into the first one. Okay, yeah, we have to be careful about that. I also have some positive feelings about the sequel. And it's they're different movies. They are different different movies. movies. It's true. Uh, I guess. But I'm not a parent. But if I was, I would much I would be, and I, I don't, I'm not like a prude with this stuff or anything, but I, I don't know if I'd want my kids watching the Power Rangers movie. I don't think there's a lot there for them to like, I don't think they will grow positively as people. I'm not saying trolls will necessarily do that either, but I feel like I don't need my kids watching like half naked women running around and punching stuff to death, you know, for an hour and a half. It's like. Yeah, we'll save that for, for their 13th birthday. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, I would put this at the bottom, I guess. Okay. That's fair. I think I'm with you on that one. Okay, very good. Again, not the worst movie ever. Just kind of my Morphin Power Rangers. Done. 